Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. Uh, this week, once again, I'm going to take a look at a film that recently came out. Uh, it's a film, Hobbs and Shaw. It's a part of the Fast and the Furious franchise. And if I'm going to talk Fast and Furious, i got to bring one of, the, one of the experts on the Fast and Furious franchise. Of course, my daughter Diana, who saw the film with me. Diana, how are you doing? Uh, that Sonya Blade skin's not making me feel all too good. <laughs> Okay, well, we can talk about that at the end because people probably don't know what you're talking about, but we'll uh, we'll touch on that at the end. But uh, I think first and foremost, why why do you like the Fast and Furious so much? Because it's just so over the top. It's like I know that's why people don't like it because they're like, it's not grounded in reality, man. A car can't jump three buildings at once. I'm like, yeah, but that's kind of like the fun of watching it is just seeing a car parachute from space into like a highway in the mountains like that's why you watch it to see a car drive between three buildings that's why you watch it it's just like you know and and i think like to add to it it's it's like a pretty predictable plot with cheesy dialogue delivered by like c-grade actors like it's it's kind of really the best of everything i think i think yeah and I think that's why people knock it, but I think this is why you need to see it. So when they announced Hobbs and Shaw, were you like really excited for this? I was so excited for this because it's like I love The Rock. You know, everybody loves The Rock. Everybody does. Jason man. Statham, like I love him. And it's just like, you know, I don't really like Vin Diesel, so I'm kind of like trimming the fat a little bit, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I really think... Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, everybody loves The Rock. The guy does like nine movies a year, and you know, you know what you're getting with him. Jason Statham, uh, I mean, Italian Job, and they uh, reference that in you the know. movie. Oh, they do reference it in the movie. It's probably they also reference the Transporter. Um, but I think the biggest thing, like, I was sold on this movie. I was going to see it. I think the biggest thing was when on Instagram I follow uh, The Rock, and he always. When he's on the set of one of his, you know, nine films that he's filming, uh, they'll, like, allow him to kind of sort of, like, almost release, you know, hey, here's some behind-the-scenes or secret stuff. When they said, you know, there's only one person bad enough to go against Hobbs and Shaw, and they announced Idris Elba as the bad guy. I mean, that sold it for you? (laughs) No, yeah, because I love Idris Elba. Oh, my God. Like, I first saw him as Striker Pentecost, and it was just, like... Yeah, from there, I started loving Idris Elba. So yeah, Idris Elba, yeah, nobody else could have really gone up against The Rock and Jason Statham and have done it so well. Idris Elba, you know what, I think, I think there should have been more Idris Elba, a little bit more Idris Elba. Yeah, I mean, you know, granted it's Hobbs and Shaw, you're going to get a lot of Hobbs and Shaw, but yeah, I really do think there could have been more Idris Elba. I think another complaint that people have is like, well, once you see the trailer, you see everything. No, because in the trailer, you see, you see like they're, they're like they're, that they're towing a helicopter and you see that and you see the helicopter fly behind the rock as they're towing it. But what you don't see is all of these cars linking up to pull the helicopter. They're all driving and as they're driving, they're linking up and pulling the helicopter and the helicopter's pulling back and then at one point, the tow cable breaks and the rock has to hold the helicopter to the car with his bare hands. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's the other thing I like about this franchise. Like, as the franchise went on, you know, people say, like, oh, the stunts are ridiculous and, and this and that. 
Uh, you know, The Rock's superhuman abilities uh, in the last film from like... Where he threw the torpedo? Well, first of all, he's face off against Jason, St- Jason Statham, against, ha- uh, against Shaw in the prison cell. And he rips out like a concrete... Oh, he rips out the... Doesn't he rip out the sink? Yeah, and he's like flexing with it and stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, he, he throws the torpedo. Uh, he's holding back a helicopter. I mean, this is great. All right. So this film starts off, and we get a side-by-side, you know, day in the life of Hobbs, day in the life of Shaw. Like, they wake up, and, you know, Hobbs, of course, uh, it's The Rock, so it's like, I'm going to eat some raw eggs. Here's my question. When Shaw wakes up, he's got a woman in bed, right? Yeah. Okay. He makes one omelet. What happened to that woman? She doesn't get one. (laughs) Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. (laughs) Did you think she gets one? Shaw is just like, no, 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 honey. You can show yourself out. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. That's great. Um, All right. Let's just get this out of the way. Hobbs Shaw, who's better? (laughs) Ooh. The sister. I don't know. The sister was good. The sister. I don't know. I feel like that's a very, like, third-party choice. I don't know. I can't decide. Idris Elba. Idris uh, that that's, that that's a nice, safe thing to say. Who's better? Yeah, I mean, Idris... Oh, God. I mean, again, like, when they said, you know, Idris Elba's going to be in this film, and... Yeah, I mean, Striker Pentecost. Um, okay, he striker Pentecost. He averts the apocalypse. Uh, he was uh, not Michael Scott's replacement on on um, he was his the boss. office. He was like his boss. Yeah, and it's okay. All right, so on on the office, he he comes in, and like all the women love him, especially Angela. Yeah, who's like the uptight white Christian lady. Loving this big black man. Like, that's the power of Idris Elba. I'm sorry. I mean, the guy is just awesome. Um, What did you think of some of the cameos that we got in here, starting with Deadpool? I mean, Ryan Reynolds. Like, what did you think of that, like, when he showed up? I knew he was going to be in it. See, I didn't know that, man. A lot of people were talking about it before it came out. Nah, I must have missed that. But, I mean, mean, still, though, even though you knew he was coming, did you like it? Yeah, no, I liked it. It's just it's just Deadpool, pretty much. That's all Ryan Reynolds plays nowadays, is just Deadpool. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I guess, you know, if you do something well, I guess just, just keep doing it. Um, who else? There was another cameo. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's like he and the Rocker buddies now, so yeah, he's got to... He's got to be... Uh, you didn't like that movie where The Rock was like the worst CIA agent in the world and he needed help from Kevin Hart? Well, I thought he was the best CIA agent in the world. He was the best CIA agent in the world? I thought he was incompetent. He was more... He was too... Because remember, his partner was just like, I'm dying, Rock. And The Rock was like, no. Because he was like that. He was just like uber enthusiastic. But still, he was like kicking butt in that film. Yeah. Um, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what I love is uh, Idris Elba is uh Brixton Lord first of all he gets the coolest names Striker Pentecost Brixton Lori Lore in this okay this is another thing they do in the Fast and Furious it's like they don't 
like they'll, they'll always be like, okay, the bad guy is tied to your past, but it's always like it's not somebody we've ever seen before. Like, yeah, it's kind of a Fast and Furious trope. <laughs> it's always just like, ah, there's another one. Like they got Bard the Bowman and they beat him, and they're like, oh, his brother's out for revenge. And then, like, even in the eighth one, they're like, oh, you thought it was just these two brothers? Well, they have a mom who's an evil, who's like this mob boss lady who's played by Helen Mirren. Okay. Okay. We're not making fun of Helen Mirren here because Helen Mirren is amazing. I, I, I love the fact that she's doing this. No, I love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just great. It's and again, just showing you how over the top it is. So she's in prison, I guess, for the stuff she did in the eighth movie. Yeah, I I'm think guessing. so. Yeah. And it's like you know, Shaw's like, "Oi, don't handcuff me, mum." And they're like, "Well, she always tries to escape." And then she like freaking like picks the lock on her shackle. I'm like, everybody could do everything in these films, like that's- except Tyrese. Except, Except well, Tyrese. well Ty- Tyrese has got some abilities of his own, I think. But, <laughs> yeah. but we'll get to that because that's that's an extra special treat that's coming up towards the end of this discussion. Um, I loved, I loved uh, Idris Elba's like motorcycle, like his like it was transformer that was, robot cycle. Yeah. I thought it was like night right. That, that was, was like cool. His, yeah, that was like his buddy. Like I thought at one point it was like actually talking to him. Um... But again, it's like you, you know what's going to happen. You know, there's 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 yet another threat to stop. You know, to end the world. And of course, these guys are going to save. They're going to save the world. Um, what did you think though of you know things? And and I mean, they really foreshadowed it in the beginning with the Rock sitting there with his daughter. And uh, she's just like, I have a project about our family tree. And The Rock is like, I'm all the family you need. And then Jason Statham's like, my sister. And then Vin Diesel's spirit is in the back going, family. So, you know, you could hear Vin Diesel from three movies away. So, you know, The Rock is going to go to his family. Yeah, because she fi- doesn't she? She finds like a picture of The Rock and his brother, Jonah. And, you but know. isn't that actually like real Kid Rock photoshopped with like. Some Polynesian kid. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been. Um, but how? I mean, how did you feel about that? About them taking oh. it, taking it back to Samoa, which was really Hawaii, but still. Um, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Did you like that, or were you no, like? No, what do you mean? It's just Hawaii. Samoa is a different place than Hawaii. Yeah, but it was. Uh, oh, it was shot in. It Hawaii? was shot in Hawaii. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, that's what I. Tax mean. purposes. Tax purposes. <laughs> American Samoa. I don't know. But what did you think? Like, were you okay with that? With them taking it all the way out there to Samoa and, yeah, and I like that, that big showdown? I like that. I love it because it's like... I like the showdown that there are no guns so they have to fight with, like, the old tribal weapons. Oh, my God. And, you know... And that's the thing is, is like, you know, I'm sure people know, okay, The Rock was a wrestler. But, you know, unless I guess you're really, like, a hardcore wrestling fan... Uh, his dad was Rocky Johnson, uh, who was known as the Soul Man, who, by the way, his tag team partner was a guy named Tony Atlas, a.k.a. the Black Superman. We'll get to that in a second. Um, his mom came from a long line, the Maya Villa family, uh, who basically, if you watch professional wrestling and you see any kind of Samoan wrestler, they're pretty much related back to The Rock, you know, direct cousins, second cousins, third cousins... So, if you haven't seen this film yet, I'm sure you've seen it in the trailer. Uh, WWE superstar Roman Reigns is in it. 
Um, the Uzo brothers are in it. Uh, I know there was a couple of other, you know, guys that used to be like wild Samoans and things like that. But I know we were like looking at the brother, like the guy that played his brother and we're sort of like, what's the deal there? Yeah. He looked, he looked Middle Eastern more than he did, uh, uh, Samoan. Okay. So I actually looked it up because, you know, he, he's been in some other stuff. He's, he's actually from New Zealand. He's Maori. Oh, okay. So he's legit. Oh, Okay. Uh, but I think we're forgetting the biggest badass in this film. The mom? Mama Hobbs. Yeah. Oh my god. Were you getting flashbacks? Were you getting Filipino mom flashbacks? Yeah, her? I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. my mom's like that. She denies it. She says, no, I'm really nice. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. But she was nice. No, she was... No, that's a thing. With, like, Pacific moms. Pacific moms are, like, nice. Like... They're they're nice, but then like first they have to yell at you. They just have to like no matter what happens, like if something happens, they have to yell at you first and then they're nice. It's kind of like a prerequisite and same thing with the mom here. Well, because it was all about family. And yeah. getting the family together. Yeah. Oh my god, when she took the slipper off though. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm gonna go and hit you with all with my slipper. I was like, don't mess oh, no. with Mama Hobbs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh it's a Fast and Furious movie, so car chases, car stunts. I think this was some of the best ones that they did. It was I don't know. I'm still I'm still um uh I'm still the one where they drive the that movie where they drive the through the, seven through the buildings through the buildings in Dubai yeah. or uh yeah. Okay. That one is still my favorite. This one I think this one I think is my uh, I don't know. I mean this is either my second or third favorite. Because they had that chase in London and they're like zipping underneath the truck. Like even and- though like in the trailer you see him like go under the truck, but there's still so much to it. Like Idris Elba's like riding on the walls and Jason Statham's like flipping over lanes and it's just like there's still so much. Oh even even the scene uh where you know and you don't know really what it is in the trailer but they get uh Shaw's sister and they basically scale down the side of the building uh and the rock decides to go after them by jumping out of the building yeah like you see this in the trailer but when you see it on the screen oh my god it's just and it's unreal it's green screen or whatever but oh my god it's just Uh, what else? What else did you love about this film? Um, I just like the fact that they were just like, we need some help. And then Jason Statham's like, I know some Russian mobsters. And they just show up and the Russian mobsters are like, hey, we're the Russian mobsters. And then that's it. We're the hot Russian mobsters. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) We're the hot Russian mobsters that I was like, are they mobsters? Are they like pro-dominatrix? Like, I couldn't tell. Like, there was, there was some weird stuff going on there. Like, I don't know how they earn their money, but... And they just have everything. It's like, oh, yeah. I need this EMP. Like, or like this massive bomb that could blow up an entire nuclear facility. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, it's like disc-sized. Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, you need a wetsuit? We got those. Oh, you need this? We got those. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever you need. Oh, my God. You know what else I loved? I loved, uh, they do the little backstory with um, Deckard Shaw and his sister. I think her name was Hattie because I looked it up. 
Um, where Helen Mirren at first, she's like, she's like, oi, remember all them scams you pulled? Like the Keith Moon, like they name their scams after like like British rock stars. Yeah. They did the Mick Jagger. Yeah, they did the Mick Jagger. The yeah. Mick Jagger was awesome. That was awesome. But I think, and you see it in the trailer, and I saw it a million times in the trailer, but when Idris Elba delivers his line, I mean, come on, you loved it. Yeah, no, I loved it. You I know. loved it. It was amazing. It's amazing. It's like, and you know it's coming. Like, you're waiting for it. And I'm going to watch this film again, and I'm going to go nuts when he says it. I'm Black Superman. And, you know, The Rock acknowledges it. Twice he acknowledges it. He acknowledges it. it twice. He's like, he really is Black Superman. I'm like, yeah, Idris Elba's Black Superman. Make Idris Elba Superman. I think that's the lesson of Hobbs and Shaw. It's not about family. It's that Idris Elba should play Superman. Absolutely. If they did, like, a Crisis on Infinite Earths film, so you're going to have multiple Supermen, why not? Yeah, he's Earth 2 Superman. Okay. So, Earth 2 Superman... is older. Well, classic Earth 2 Superman. Well, no. Actually, no. Earth 2 Society Superman is black. So, they'd be combining both having a black Superman and an older Superman. So, Idris Elba could totally be Earth 2 Superman. Who's... Who's his... Does he have an alter ego? I don't know. Okay. Well, the, the, the Silver Age Earth 2 Superman was just Clark Kent. I don't know about Earth 2 Society Superman. I haven't read a lot of Earth 2 Society. Okay. Okay, but another... Yeah, it is a DC property. Uh, Milestone Comics Icon. Yeah. Do you think he could pull off Augustus Freeman Icon? Nah, somebody else has to be Icon. Why don't you think so? Because isn't the whole thing... Because like when I read Icon 1, is that like Icon didn't really know what it was to like be black in America because he was like lived yeah. a privileged life and I don't know it's just like I just can't buy Idris Elba like thinking that way because like Idris Elba is just like I feel like Idris Elba like he's proud of himself so I wouldn't be able to see Idris Elba without that pride you know uh okay so so he'd be he'd be Earth 2 Superman Earth 2 Superman do you think he could be and I've asked you this but just to get it on the podcast John Stewart, Green Lantern. Hmm. I don't know. It's just like... He could. I'd rather see him as Superman, though. I think that's just, like, my personal bias. I'd rather see him as Superman than John Stewart. Okay, last one. And not taking away anything from the guy on Supergirl. Do you think he could be Martian Manhunter? Yeah, he could be Martian Manhunter. Okay. He could totally be Mar- He'd be, like, super... Actually... Actually, I think Martian Manhunter 1, mm-hmm. Earth 2, Superman 2, and a distant third is Jon Stewart. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Actually, yeah. I mean, because Jon Stewart was a... He's a Marine or was a Marine. Yeah. Then he became an architect and then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Idris Elba really... I, Idris Elba could do anything, but like... Except starring Cats, which I can't figure out. Why? why? That's right. He's in Cats. He's in that trench coat that's either made out of his own fur or fur of a cat he's killed. I'll go with that because it's Idris Elba. Um, I mean, I, I remember seeing him in... Actually, it's another DC title. because I think it, The Losers? Uh, the Losers, yeah. With Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Chris Evans. I mean, I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but he's really good. And then he shows up in Pacific Rim at Striker Pentecost... It's amazing. But I think I mean I think the partnering of Hobbs and Shaw is That was good. 
It's it's perfect. It really. I mean, I get why they did it. It's sort of like they're kind of like the big stars. now. They're the big stars. They're the big guns now. The franchise. Everybody else is like the B team. Yeah, but. Just like when they're trading, you know... One-liners with each other. Well, the whole thing he's like, where the rock's like, or hot, well, the rock is like, you know you know what I can't stand about you? I can't stand your voice. And he goes your Harry off, Potter voice. Yeah, Harry... And then he's like, well, I can't stand your face. I gotta look at that... Fa-. And I... It's just... It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. The fight scene at the end, though. Oh, my God. What, I, that's... Do you think that that fight scene is better than when... When the street wins, no, the street winning will always be the best fight scene in Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah, because it's it's Vin Diesel's secret earthbender. Yeah, Vin Diesel's like, the thing about street fighting, the street always wins. And he smashes the ground with his foot and the entire parking complex no, just no, collapses. No, no. The area underneath. Sure. Oh, yeah. Earthbending. <laughs> Um, no, because remember they think he's dead after that. So the entire complex. Oh, that's collapses. well. I think he went and then Shaw he, went first. Shaw went first and sort of like ha ha, and then it collapses around him. Yeah, yeah true, true. Uh, better than when Vin Diesel fought The Rock in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That one really wasn't that good. I mean, this one was great. Slow mo in the rain. Uh, their plan was really simple. You know, one of us gets hit, the other one hits him back. Um, but I, I think, you know, I mean, this movie is known for one-liners. The Rock's one-liner when he... Oh, if you're a black Superman, then here's the kryptonite. And he, like, breaks his like, neck. breaks his neck. Um, but what I think is cool, and, and I actually heard this the other day. They say that, like, these guys all have stuff in their contracts, like, when they fight. Like... I'm only going to get punched a certain amount of times. Like, it's not going to look like I really lose. Because if you think about it... Because, like... Because, like... Because, like... Because, like, if Idris Elba gets beat up pretty badly, then people watching would be like, he's a whip. He couldn't even... Exactly. He got beat up by Jason Statham. But what's great is, is they really set it up that they could bring him back at any time. Yeah, because they just deactivate it. him. So somebody just finds the body, reactivates him, he's back. So... You know, there's this mystery organization that he sort of represents, which uh, wants to improve humanity through bionics and controls everything. And we get a mystery voice, and now the mystery voice is like supposedly from Hobbes's background. Yeah, it's I, I highly doubt it's going to be anybody in the franchise like Han or something. Um, it's probably going to be you know, it's always like. Well, the next villain, it's going to be, like, you had... Because you had Jason Statham way back in 7. Then in 8, you get Charlize Theron. You get Idris Elba for this one. Like, who do you think they would get to be, like, the villain? Like, what what actor would you love to see? It's like, oh my god, that's the villain? Hmm. That's tough. I gotta think about that. Let's think about it. Because you don't realize you want it until you see it. So I don't know what I want. That's true. Because I didn't know I wanted Charlize Theron in dreadlocks acting like an idiot until I saw it. But it worked. It works. It's like I didn't like... If somebody asked me what would you want with Charlize Theron... Her, like, in dreadlocks, being this weird, like, person who keeps babies in cages would be the last thing I wanted. But you know what? It worked. Okay. He's played a villain before. 
Peter Dinklage. Oh yeah. Could you imagine if Peter Dinklage is behind all of this? Yeah. That'd be good. And he could be a great villain. Yeah, Peter Dinklage would be good. Oh, oh my man. god. Uh he played two villains. He was uh in uh, uh Days of Future Past. And he was an underdog. That's right, he was the villain in Underdog. He was the best part of Underdog. <laughs> yeah. And he was kind of like a minor villain in Elf, actually, because he was a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so obviously Hobbs and Shaw is a great pairing, but, you know, Diana has seen most of the Fast and Furious films. Uh, she hadn't seen a key film. Uh, and later that night, after seeing Hobbs and Shaw, we go on Netflix. And for the first time ever, Diana watches Too Fast, Too Furious, or as I like to call it, The Introduction to Tyrese. What did you think of that one? That one was really good. It's definitely better than the first one. Absolutely. It's better than Tokyo. I think, I haven't seen the fourth one, but I heard that one wasn't so good. Nah, that's kind of that's forgettable. So I one. think out of like the early Fast and Furious movies, it's my favorite. I would agree, and and I know a lot of people like trash it and everything. I think because they don't use real cars. Yeah, they you know it's all they say it's all computer generated this or that. It's horribly computer generated. But again, but it's the emotion. It's the emotion when they're racing to see this like caricature of like a Hispanic guy kissing his cross every time he makes a turn. It's just, it's just. It's just it's just part of what makes Fast and Furious Fast and Furious. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, clearly, I think what they were looking at is like, all right, Vin Diesel's not coming back. You know, Paul Walker came back, so we got to start all over. That's why I think this is definitely better than the first one, because this crew... Is um, better. Oh, God. I mean, because not only did they introduce Tyrese, who plays Roman, they introduced Ludacris, who plays uh, Tej. Tej. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, Tej is kind of like the Vin Diesel. He owns the garage. He runs the scams. Suki can kind of be his letty, I guess. Yeah. Uh, even, like, Jimmy the Mechanic was, like, interesting. He was funny. And even the two other racers that they had. Yeah, you know. Like, you, you had, could bring them back. Yeah. You could bring them back. You could bring any of those guys back. You could, you know, get some new people in there. But, you know, it's kind of like that core three or even four. Because... What do you think of Suki? I like Suki because a lot of people like because I mean, first of all, I think people are like well, a girl driving that's a car. True, that's true. Yeah, which I was like, what the hell? Why not? Um, Letty drove cars. Exactly. You had no problem with Letty driving cars. I guess maybe because Letty appears more manly. I don't know. Yeah, because Letty is pretty butchy. Yeah. So what though? She's butch. I mean, Suki was like, I don't know. She was a bit. Would you say she was like butch or she was more like lipstick? Like licks like like I mean I don't think she was a lesbian, but No, she's definitely no, she's femme. You can't tell she's femme. Nobody says lipstick anymore. They're okay. femme. Right, you're femme or you're butch. Okay, sorry. Um But it's like she held her own against the guys. Like yeah. you know She won second place. Well, not only that, I mean, when, you know, guys are throwing, like, lines at her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She handles them. Yeah, oh, yeah, Oh, she yeah. handles them. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think what's important about this film is it's the introduction of Roman Pierce, and it's the introduction of probably one of the greatest friendships I think is ever, is Brian and Roman. Broman. I mean, this is why I think some of the other films I was kind of disappointed in because I mean how 
this relationship, I mean, it was just, it was incredible. I love it. I love it. It was, it, it was like, they they put it together in the first half hour of the film. Yeah, when they go to find them, yeah. But it's so believable that these guys are friends. Yes, yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. How would you define this, like, friendship? Like... I don't know. It's it's closer than Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. Absolutely, honestly. but it's like with the hugging and with the they're really touchy. They're really touchy. And when they're race, well, when they're racing. Oh, when they're racing, and then Tyrese. It was Tyrese, right? He puts Tyrese. up his middle finger yeah. and he swirls it. I'm like, that's going to Paul Walker's butt later tonight. I mean, honestly, like. But then. Paul Walker is like, oh, 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 you got, oh, oh, and then he turned. Paul Walker then drives backwards and stares passionately into Tyrese's eyes while while giving him the finger. Yeah, so like, forget Supercorp. This this is what we really need. I was gonna say, Broman or Swangs. Like, what what is the oh, tighter Broman? You can't make me choose between Broman and I think Swangs. Swangs is Swangs much more Swangs. All right, all right, I'll get that. I'll buy that. Um, but I mean, I think overall, look, people say these films are ridiculous. And they are. That's what makes them so good. I mean, that's why you go to the movies. You, you go to the movies to see cars drive on walls, to see big, you know, biracial men rip stuff out of walls and smash people with it, to see black Superman. This is why you go to the... This is why you go to the movies. And, I mean... I mean, is this is this like this is a film you're watching it again, right? You get a chance you're watching it. Again. Yeah, no. If I have the time, I'll watch it again. Yeah, absolutely. Like, not even worrying about. Oh, it's just incredible. It's like I can't wait because I know in nine, uh, John Cena, John Cena. I mean, again, like the franchise is just. Uh, Helen Helen Mirren is coming back. Charlize, Charlize Theron, Theron is coming back, and you're getting John Cena, who's like. Like what do you okay? So you get The Rock, former wrestler John Cena. He doesn't really wrestle anymore. Who's better, Cena or The Rock? The Rock. That's not even a question. Oh wow. Oh wow. Even even if do you think The Rock could have done blockers? No. Okay. Okay. I think. Hmm. I think John Cena is funnier than The Rock. But doing the Fast and Furious type movies, The Rock is better. I think that's his wheelhouse. I think he he could be that action star, but he could also show off his. And I'm talking about The Rock. He could show off his charisma, and he could yeah, show off his sense char- of humor. Yeah, like he's still funny. He's still very charismatic. But The Rock would not have worked in Blockers. No, even though, like, in these last couple of films, they're really pushing the fact that, you know, like, look at him and his daughter. Like, and I think that's great. Like, like the scenes with him and his daughter, but I couldn't see him being that overprotective dad, like, she's gonna lose her virginity on prom night, you know? Yeah. Because he would just, like, flip the limo The Rock over. would be, yeah, the Rock, the, the Rock would, like, get a, he would make a harpoon and then throw it at the limo and pull the limo back home with his bare hand. That would still be cool to see, but still, <laughs> I like John Cena, like, in the house while two naked people are prowling for each other. And he turns and he's face to face. <laughs> That's all going to say. I mean, The Rock would have a funny reaction to that, I think. But, I mean, John Cena is just, it's, oh, man. it's This stuff is good. 
you know, I hope we convinced you to 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 really really appreciate these films for what they are. So I'd like to thank Diana for joining me talking about Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and Furious in general. So Diana, please tell everybody about your podcast. Uh, it's called Elseworlds Finest. I got a whole bunch of people on there. Uh, yeah, that's really it. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, different different guests. Uh, we, and... we, we talk movies, but we also talk more social stuff. Like me and Julia... My friend Julia, we just did a... It was supposed to be on Not Another Teen Movie, but it just turned into, like, this, like, whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was about five minutes of Not Another Teen Movie. But that's some really good social commentary. And if you listen if you, if you listen to Elseworlds Finest, I'm sure a, a lot of the recent episodes, you know, talk about different things. Um, you know, but... These guys get pretty deep, so definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. Uh, and again, I just want to remind everybody, if you're a listener to Stuff You Don't Need to Know, coming up in September, uh, I'm going to be doing a listener request month. So find me on Instagram, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, uh, and send me a request of, you know, movie... Uh, you know the kind of stuff that I talk about on the show. So if there's something, uh, for example, my good friend Jason, who you heard doing um, verses with me, who will be coming back next week because we got to finish off our big versus uh, trilogy there. Uh, he recommended he wants to hear Adventures in Babysitting, and I love that movie, so I'm definitely going to be talking about it. And Diana, was there something else you wanted to add? If you listen to Elseworlds Finest, listen to the Paddington 2 episode with me and Diana. Me and Diana got that D-squared energy going on. It's all about Paddington 2. It's great. So that's an episode I recommend if you want to listen. Yeah, I mean, I never really thought I would ever want to see a Paddington film, but after hearing there, after hearing D Square talk about Paddington too, because uh, first of all, I didn't, I didn't realize that Hugh Grant was in it, and Hugh Grant is amazing. Maybe Hugh Grant will be the villain. <laughs> you know, you see, actually, um, uh, Mr. The Rock, I, um, uh, you know, it was quite when we met at that bar mitzvah in London, you were quite charming, but once we started working together, this relationship seemed more professional and personal, so I hold that against you. That's what it would be like. Yeah, so, you know what? Okay. All right. Either Peter Dinklage or, or Hugh, Hugh Grant. Because Hugh Grant was the villain of Paddington too, right? Yeah. All right, so he's got he's got villain cred, so he could definitely do it. But like I said, definitely check them out. Keep listening to stuff you don't need to know. Uh, find us on Instagram. Like I said, next month I will be taking your requests. Uh, if, and if I choose, uh, you know, a movie or a TV show or whatever it is that you want me to talk about, I'll give you a shout out on the air. This is Jay, and I will talk to you guys later.